Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. <laughs> if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button right now, maybe that notification bell too, and just a couple of thank yous before we do jump into today's stories with some rejoins, upgrades, and joins to the channel. So Anita Xavier for rejoining us, Carlotta Hall for upgrading, Flotten for rejoining us, Fred Gomez, and Jeannie B for the join. Thank you so much for your support, and to every one for your time out of your day for being involved with the channel it means the absolute world and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Now, our first story does follow with an update. So as always, timestamps are down in the description if you want to skip straight to the update or because I'm going to read the original story first. And it comes from Baroque saying, would I be the asshole if I set boundaries with my mum about my son? This is going to be a long one, so buckle up. I gave birth six weeks ago to my first child, a little boy. My mum was over the moon excited. I knew she might have a little trouble with boundaries, but it has gotten so much worse than I thought. For starters, she accidentally, whether truly an accident or not, I don't know, calls herself mum. My dad has even done it. He has said, I'll hand you to mum, uh, I mean Mimi, her name instead of grandma. He then proceeded to hand him to her, even though I asked for him. In addition, she won't let me hold him or do anything for him when I'm at her house. If I try to feed him, she jumps in and takes over. If he's laying down and wakes up and starts crying, she rushes to comfort him, instead of giving me a chance. If I say, let me see him, she very seriously asks me why. I usually follow up with, because he's my son. She'll be very hesitant to hand him back, and it'll usually take a minute or two. She also constantly says she loves me and my brothers, but she loves my baby more than us. She constantly implies her love for him supersedes the love for my wife and I have for him. I've been recovering from a C-section for the past six weeks and I'm returning to my job next week. She's going to be my daycare. I'm worried her lack of boundaries will result in him getting far too attached to her and not as attached to us. Now, you may be saying, of course you wouldn't be the asshole for setting boundaries, because that's what my wife says. I feel really bad because she had a hysterectomy after she gave birth to me, because of cancer, when she desperately wanted more kids. She sees this as an opportunity to live vicariously through me. She also has untreated mental health issues that have not really been addressed by our family. Now, a lot of this story, when I was reading it, it had me pausing going, whoa, that's a way too much. The, the, she's crossed so many boundaries already. And whilst it does sound like your mum has gone through a lot with a hysterectomy and cancer and wanting more kids and mental health issues, there's a lot there, isn't there? But she needs to get that therapy or some kind of help to help her deal with this. The way she's dealing with it right now isn't the right way, is it? And to me... And I'm not sure if this is going to sound harsh or not, but you can't let a babysit that child at the moment. Not with what I'm reading here and the way it sounds to me, as your fears just may come true. But before we go to the update, Rose Tyler 38 says, Not the arsehole. If they can't respect the fact that you are the mum, don't let them spend time with your baby. 
and then quotes, she sees this as an opportunity to live vicariously through me. She also has untreated mental health issues that have not really been addressed by our family. And then says that this is a problem that she needs to fix. A deleted user says, not the asshole for wanting to set boundaries. Now, this may make me unpopular, but after everything you said here, I feel you would be the asshole if you let her babysit. There is absolutely no way she's going to respect your boundaries. I think she will make the situation much worse. If you were correct and she has untreated mental health issues, she's going to view herself as the mum, and that's how she's going to have your son refer to her. She's actually doing it right now, in front of you. You honestly believe she's going to do as you wish when you're not around to supervise them. If she is your daycare and this goes south, you will have only yourselves to hold accountable. Letting someone in a situation with her frame of mind watch your son like this is like leaving an addict who is not in any treatment with their favorite drug and expect them not to use it because you told them not to. And warm gray very light says not the asshole. Yeah, this is already really, really unhealthy. What happens when your mum starts making decisions about how to care for her baby that you don't agree with? I think you need a different solution for childcare and your mum needs therapy. Her hysterectomy is not your fault. Your baby is your baby and you need to be respected as his mother. Big boundaries, listen to your wife. What's my password says not the asshole and I'm really worried about her being the babysitter. She's going to make this impossible and any boundary you set will completely be overstepped when you aren't there. She'll make it her mission to make sure your baby loves her more. See her as the mother figure and you have no idea about how she will control your child's thought process. She will be the fun one, the one who never says no. She will give your child anything because she loves them more. Wait for holidays. She'll make a point to give the surprise of a lifetime. Your dad will do whatever she says. You don't stand a chance in this dynamic and I'm very concerned for how damaging she could be to your relationship with your child. Hope there are other options because your child needs you to protect her from that level of obsession. And we'll have one more from Homely Hobbit who says, oh, this is very bad. So here's the thing. Grandparents' rights are a thing. You need to research them in your state. Once you set a precedent with how much time your child is spending with your mum and dad, that can be used against you in court. Say that things deteriorate because she tramples boundaries like you know she's going to do. So you try to pull back, set some boundaries, find alternative childcare, etc. Well, now she can get a lawyer and say that you're interfering with her relationship with the child. She could literally get court-ordered visitation with your child. So tread carefully. You already know your mum has boundary issues and, as you've said, untreated mental health issues. Now is the time to find alternative childcare and have firm boundaries as in, give me my child now. You are a grandma, not mum. I will care for my child. Please step back. Now, we're going to move to the update to see what that says. So updates, I took everyone's advice to heart. I only have ever wanted to keep my son safe and happy. I sat my mum down with my wife and we tried to have a civil discussion about boundaries. She flipped the F out and started accusing us of taking him away from her. She said things like, how do you expect me to just not love him? We decided then we're gonna limit contact between him and her. We are financially in a place now where a licensed daycare is available to us. Although since I received WIC and other benefits, I want to reach out and see if we can receive assistance at all. I have not taken him completely out of her life. However, I am much more firm with her. Like some of you said, I demanded she change her nickname to Grandma instead of Mimi. I would repeat things firmly such as, I am his mother and I am taking my baby now. However, she has not let up with her obsession over him. She regularly refers to him as our baby when bragging about him. She has actually gotten worse and now criticizes everything I do as a mother. She is very quick to get upset when he reacts positively to me. 
since you know I am his mum and doesn't react the same to her. I'm considering going completely no contact with her for this reason. However, it may take a bit because I have to separate myself from her in a lot of ways. I just wanted to update and thank everybody for the advice. It really woke me up to the fact that I was thinking of her and her needs over the health and safety of my son. And there was a little edit as well that said, all right, buckle up. I know everyone wants to know how much of a nightmare she is. Her and my wife work at the same job. Should have mentioned that it makes it way more complicated to separate from her. My wife is trans and is not out to anybody but me, my mum, and a few of her friends. Well, today, my mother informed me in confidence that she outed my wife to her HR director. This is like a lifetime movie, but it keeps getting worse and worse. She puts my wife's job at risk, making it so if she lost her job, it'd be harder for us to support our child. I think she has a bigger plan for all of this. Damn, and that edit makes it so much more complicated to see how far that she's actually willing to go with things. But how would you deal with this situation? And as a question for you guys as well i'm sure you can tell me because i haven't heard of it i'm sure it's in the uk but these these grandparents rights is that in a lot of states in the us or not let me know your thoughts and we move on to the next story and our next story comes from upper dragon fruit 53 titled am i the asshole i have saved a large sum of money for some of my age and live below my means I gave my parents $5,000 as a gift, thinking I was mature enough and wouldn't miss, and thinking they could use it to pay their debt, and that times have been tight for them financially. Big old title there. My parents have definitely been saving a ton of money since me and my brother have gone off to college and my sister moved out. Having an empty nest, and especially since I got a full ride to go to school, and they weren't burdened with the cost. Recently, they have been spending a lot of money on concerts, Amazon orders, and sleep number mattresses. They spent their money on a lot of material things. My mum got LASIK recently. Is that LASIK eye surgery? I think. They showed me their retirement plans and collectively have about 75k. They're 49 and 51. I am 22. I put a 10k down payment on the car and its other costs. Lost 6k in the stock market, 5k in gambling, but I have stopped. I've lost about 28k in the span of 4 months. Am I the asshole to ask my money back because I would need it? I just graduated college and have been unemployed. I'm living at home and not paying for food, rent or phone bills slash internet, medical insurance. They didn't buy anything else for me and I have covered my tuition, care note and insurance. My car note is 710 a month, insurance 113 a month and currently have enough to cover a whole year. They also owe me 2k for a graduation gift I have to pay for by myself. We went to look at saxophones, I covered the cost and they said they would pay me back. They said it was my grad gift and was the reason we even went to go look for one. And we're going to start off with Bacon Egg and Cheese SPK who says, If you think losing 5k in a stock market and 6k gambling while being unemployed is living below your means, you are very confused. You're the arsehole. Bane says you're the arsehole. Don't give gifts if you're just going to ask for them back later. Other than that, it sounds like they've already spent the money. Oh No says, those expenses aren't surprises. You chose to get a new expensive car. It was a Tesla Model Y, I think, as well. To risk money in the stock market, which should be a long-term and not needed for regular expenses, and to gamble. Yes, addiction is bad, and I'm glad you were stopping, but you still had enough to buy a car too. None of that is unexpected and unmanageable. 5K might help, but so might dealing with the consequences for your poor financial choices. Toughen it out, you're the arsehole. Side note, why did you think your parents were struggling in the first place and needed a 5k as a gift? Your first sentence is saying that you know they didn't. Sounds like when you have money you like to show it off and be a big spender. 
gifts, car, gambling, and didn't realize when you spend the money, it means you don't have it anymore. Edit, just saw everything OP added to his original. You ungrateful little child, you have everything handed to you and you chose to throw it away and now want the bank of mum and dad to save you from your own consequences. If you can earn 28K to spend in a few months, then you can do it again. It is not like you have any real expenses. They are already hand feeding you success. You don't get to throw the food away and then bite them for their generosity. Disney Addict says you're the arsehole. You gave them a gift. You live off them for free. They spend way more on you per month than $5,000 gift you gave them. Don't be so irresponsible with your money. Also, what the heck you drive in that your car payment is so much? And that's when they replied, a Tesla Model Y. And it got me thinking, why does this person need a Tesla Model Y if they're unemployed and they're not going anywhere? I mean, it's a very expensive car to have, right? I don't know the actual price, but I imagine it's quite a lot of money. But RB said, you would be the asshole. It was a gift. You're not homeless or desperate for money. You made some poor financial decisions and hopefully have learned a lesson. Now go get a job. And we have one more from Giga Bean who says, you're the asshole. It was a gift. Nowhere did you mention they told you they need the money and misled you. You lost money gambling is your own doing. Your mother getting lazy and mattresses isn't responsible spending. Amazon orders means nothing because people buy basic needs on there, especially in the pandemic. And oh yeah, you're not paying rent, health insurance, food and internet. Also, and yeah, 75K is way more than you have, but money in retirement funds doesn't mean the money is readily available, at least not without serious penalties, depending on the type of account. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What do you think towards OP spending? Do you think that maybe they was generous at first, but just irresponsible at the same time? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for rejecting a friend's boyfriend's request to propose at my wedding? My husband and I, 30 male, 27 female, got married last month and had a small and wonderful wedding. Two weeks before the wedding, my best friend slash maid of honors, 28 female, boyfriend, 27 male, asked if it would be okay to propose during my reception. I first told him how thrilled I was that he was proposing to my friend and how excited she would be but I really wasn't comfortable with him proposing during the wedding, at least as a public thing. He seemed totally shocked that I said no, which I can understand. He said that weddings are supposed to be about celebrating love and that as her, his girlfriend's best friend, I should want them to finally be engaged after 11 years together. I absolutely want that for them, but I just didn't understand why it needed to happen during the five and a half hour window of my ceremony slash cocktail hour slash reception. 
I was very apologetic and offered to help however I could with a proposal on any other day, but he was clearly not happy with me. I hadn't heard from Maid of Honor since the wedding, which is probably the longest we've ever gone without talking. I had tried several times to get in touch with her and let her know at one point that I had something of hers that she had lost at the wedding. Never any response. I texted her the other day saying that I was going to drop the lost item off at her house so she'd have it and she finally responded. Apparently, during the after party at the hotel bar, Maid of Honor's boyfriend got very drunk and told her that she would have been engaged that night if I hadn't ruined his plan. Ugh. She said she isn't exactly mad at me but she feels like her future engagement is ruined and that I denied her a chance at happiness. I told her I was so sorry and the conversation ended pretty awkwardly. Another mutual friend who knows what's going on says she doesn't love that he planned to propose at the wedding but thinks I was an asshole ultimately for saying no. My first thought is, you know, she says that you've sort of ruined her chance at happiness. And I'm thinking, well, he hasn't proposed for 11 years. Hmm. <laughs> and I know a lot of people go a lot longer than 11 years before proposing because, until they're actually ready. But at the same time, in this situation, it just feels odd to me. And everybody just knows you don't propose on someone's special day. I know he's asking in this situation, but it's still bloody awkward, isn't it? I don't think I could ever ask someone on them on their special day and approach them and say, I'd like to propose to my girlfriend at your wedding, whatever and that. That's a, it just cringed to me. I can't face it. The boyfriend is definitely a huge asshole, but also the friend for blaming you that, you know, ruined her happiness. I mean, come on now please absolutely not the asshole to me but scuba cc says you should reply back a man that really wants to marry you will make the effort to do so you won't base your future together on usurping someone else's celebration i'm very sorry that you think i ruined your chances at happiness i'm sorry then you think your happiness depends on a proposal from a man that is putting in the bare minimum of effort to plan a life with you Red Patoot says not the asshole. He asked because he knew that is one of the things you'd never do at someone's wedding. And when he got the answer I'm sure he expected, he decided to be petty and immature. ETA, and how laughable after 11 years of being together, all of a sudden you are the reason she's not engaged. Seems like he's using you as yet another reason he hasn't proposed yet, and maybe your friend subconsciously knows it. And Renegade says not the asshole. proposing at a wedding is messed up. Sin Elvis says not the arsehole and quotes, weddings are supposed to be about celebrating love. And it says, yeah, but like the love between two specific people. You don't see anybody co-opting a funeral to announce all the other people they know who've died. And quotes again saying, I denied her a chance at happiness. Then goes on to say, at the risk of being hyperbolic, no one who has ever used that argument has ever been right about anything. Miss Chaotic says not the arsehole, he hasn't proposed in 11 years, has nothing to do with you. Sounds like he was being cheap and wanted to piggyback off the free food and entertainment to make his grand gesture. And let's have one more from Harles Bronson who says not the asshole proposing at someone else's wedding is tacky and lazy. The bride and groom basically do all the planning and you just show up with a ring and hijack the night. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Purple Fox 3456 titled, Am I the arsehole for taking over my husband's gaming room after he kept interrupting me while studying? My female 23 husband, male 27, and I have been married for six months. We went to install a new smallish apartment that he inherited from his father, and he turned one room into his personal gaming room, where he spoils himself by playing video games for hours on end without interruption. 
He even has a lock for it. I'm in the middle of studying to my final exams for this semester. Concentration can be hard with him continuously distracting me by walking into the bedroom either laughing at a video he's watching or turning on the hairdryer or the computer. I tried studying in the living room but TV's turned on and phone slash talking as well as him starting conversations with me while I'm studying. He even had friends over to party while I was studying. I had to go outside for some peace. I had enough, I told him to stop interrupting my studying by walking into the bedroom at random times and laughing and doing distracting stuff. I told him if he interrupts me one more time then I'll move my studying book slash tools into his gaming room. He said he had stopped but yesterday at 5pm when I was studying on the bedroom he walked in making loud sounds and started the TV saying the TV in the living room wasn't working. He turned the volume up and that's when I lost it on him. He had a huge argument about how he was disrespecting the time and effort I spent to study and gathered my books and tools and went straight into his gaming room to study there. He threw a fit saying his gaming room is forbidden personal space that shouldn't be accessible to anyone else but him and asked me to get out. But I refused and locked the door causing him to get upset and talk about how I was disrespecting slash invading his space. It didn't end well after I told him I will be using it to study since he refused to stop interrupting slash distracting me. He kept getting upset saying I took over his room with no permission and insisted I move out but I refused till he starts showing some consideration. Am I the asshole? It kind of felt to me in this one you know you guys are married but he inherited his ap this apartment and he just claimed it all as his just like that and, and wife is almost like a lodger in that place because he automatically said oh I'm having a gaming room that's gonna be my room and he even puts a lock on it which you know for a married couple to have a space and then him to have a lock on a room, it, it seems kind of shady to me. Maybe other people do that, but it seems kind of dodgy to me. And again, this is a married couple living together now and he's not respecting what you're doing. He's not respecting your needs and wants in that moment. So absolutely, you're not going to be the asshole in this situation. You're not an equal partner in this relationship by the sounds of it. But Downtown Law 3133 says, Info, what's it like having a son who's older than you? <laughs> and Parsimonious Salad says, Why does he have a private forbidden personal space, gaming room, and you have absolutely no privacy or respect from him? Not the asshole, and maybe you two can work out a regular schedule for who gets to use the privacy room going forward. MD7001 says, Not the asshole, holy shit, your husband is the asshole. Selfish, self centered. His personal space that nobody can use. What the fuck? Girl, there are some huge red flags here. Your studying is way more important than any he is doing. Victorian Platypus says, Wait, wait. There's a room in your house he believes you shouldn't be allowed in. Where's your room that he isn't allowed in? Is he always this unkind, unsupportive, and disrespectful? Not the asshole. And Raymond Beaumont says, and quotes, insisted I move out. I would take him up on that. <laughs> oh my says, not the asshole, you're married, correct? And live there. What give him the right to throw a temper tantrum after you repeatedly asked him to respect your studying and he ignored your request? It's not like he was in there and you threw his game system out of the window and farted in his face. <laughs> That's childish. I'm not using it, but I don't want you to have it because it's mine. He's the asshole. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Your partner was treating you in this way, had their own little personal space that you couldn't go in with a lock on it too. Hmm, very suspicious to me. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from Any Jollis. Am I the asshole for telling my mum I resent her too after my stepbrother told her and his dad he resented them? My mum married John 10 years ago. 
both were recent widows slash widowers and who wanted to marry and bring their families together so everyone could heal together. I was seven, John's oldest son was eight. My sister was five and my brother was two and his three daughters were six, four and one. After marrying, John adopted me. My siblings and mum adopted John's kids. Me and John's oldest said no to the adoption, but our no's were ignored and dismissed. Five weeks ago, John's son moved out, but right before he did, he told John and my mum he hated them, that they were shitty people who fucked up as far as he was concerned, and he would have been better off orphaned, so maybe he could have found an adult to listen to him. He said my mum was never going to be his mum. The adoption pissed him off, and he wished she had died, so she could have been replaced as easily as his mum had been. I knew he threw a bunch of other stuff at them, but that sums up his emotion. My mum was heartbroken. I think the real hard thing to hear was that John's oldest still wish he had died. John's dad was, was in rage shock about the stuff his oldest said. Mum tried to lean on me for support and I told her while I didn't harbor the same fury at them, I did resent them for the adoption. I don't know that I'll ever forgive them for doing it when I didn't want it. I told her she made me feel invalidated and it's probably the core reason I have never grown to love John and still have a hard time with calling him my dad. I told her I know she didn't want to hear it after everything, but John's oldest and I both agree that neither of us are glad the adoption happened, even after all this time. I told her she stole my dad's name from me, my birth certificate is forever changed, and my name was changed to John's. I told her I know she loved dad and missed him and wanted to feel like we could all be a whole again, but she deeply hurt me by doing what she did and I couldn't hear her defend those actions. My mum was so upset. Then when she calmed down, she was mad and so was John. He said after a decade, he deserves my love and respect. I told him his actions along with my mum's is why he never earned either truly. That at best, I can respect him as an authority figure, but he made sure I could never love him. My mum is more upset that I told her these things so soon after John's son. Am I the arsehole? Look, the way I come into this one, I don't think you was disrespectful. Your feelings are perfectly valid in this situation and you was just speaking truths from your heart the way that you was feeling. And OP sounds very, very mature in this post, the way that they talk about things and their feelings, very sort of emotionally mature. And I think that's a fantastic thing. And they're not the arsehole for expressing the way they feel. And when John turned around in part of this story and said that he deserves your love and respect, and you're just sort of like, oh, come on now, please. But Wicked Wench says, not the arsehole. Your feelings are valid. You are in no way obligated to respect or love anyone. I hope you and your stepbrother are able to get some therapy. Once you're a legal adult, you can always change your name back. Adoption cannot change who is on your birth certificate. Panda says, not the arsehole. They're simply guilt tripping you. They were parents, so they deserve love and respect. No, it's a two-way thing. Literal says, how your mum and stepfather handle this is a clear example of not what to do when you remarry after the death of your partner. Not the arsehole. Saluki Queen says not the arsehole. She shouldn't have asked you if she didn't want to hear the truth. You weren't mean. You were honest. She must have been truly deluded slash checked out if your answer was a surprise. She either didn't know or thought you'd be too cowardly to say how you felt was hoping you'd validate her. It sucks, but you have a right to your feelings. She should have listened to you as a kid. And P810 says, not the arsehole. You seem to have a lot of self-awareness about the reasons you subconsciously resent John. It sounds like you're dealing with a couple of humans that wanted to cover up their trauma without ever truly addressing and grieving it. Due to this, you guys are getting the trauma passed along to you and it's perfectly normal for you to see things exactly the way they are. 
Most parents need therapy, but their kids end up being the ones receiving all the unprocessed trauma. I don't have much advice to offer you right this moment, as you're probably still presumably underage and unable to leave this situation, but I warn you that it's likely that all of their kids will abandon them and they will never truly see the error of their actions because they don't believe they committed an error. Acceptance is all you can do this late in the game. Get out when you can and let the consequences affect them on their own. And Ketcher says, not the asshole. When John says he deserves love and respect, tell him, so did your dad. Ask him and your mum if they had been the one to die, would it have made them feel good knowing that their kids will be taught to never speak, speak of or remember them and replace them completely as soon as possible with whoever their spouse found to remarry? Now, what do you guys make of this one? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories and your verdicts as well if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved with the channel. It really does mean the world. Honestly, it blows me away. If you want to support the channel further, never any pressure though either. Honestly, never any pressure. Last thing I want. But you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description and join up on Patreon. It does really help out. Honestly, it does. And just thank you so much. <laughs> I'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.